What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. Got me some Adam Rodas here. And oh, yeah. Oh, looking ahead towards the second half of the, of the season. Last night's, uh, well, I tell you, man, can we, can we start with the fact that, well, first off, hi, how are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. Thanks for asking. Um, last night we recorded during that second half of the uh of, of the game which like completely blew up that whole game like it was like a 14 to 3 snoozer in the first half the second half went bonkers um pat fryermuth and darnell mooney like those guys changed the course of a number of fantasy games yeah, I mean, I had mentioned I needed Darnell Mooney, and I think at the time we finished recording, he had no reception. So he came through for me big time to lead me to a victory. My opponent had the Steelers defense, so I was looking bad early on. Um, and I was kind of forced to use Mooney uh, just because of injuries and bye weeks. Uh, once I saw that um, McCaffrey was back, I'm like, I cannot play Hubbard. So I took him out. And the Thursday game screwed me because I had Ty Johnson and I was like, I liked him, but I'm like, eh, do I play him on Thursday? Nah, what if McCaffrey sits? You got to play Hubbard. So that left me with one less player um, Gallup out. So I was in a position where I was like, I, I have no choice. I got to play Mooney because uh, the waiver wire closes Saturday night. So there's no first come first serve. So he came through, helped me get a victory. Uh, just a wild game because uh, people were probably listening to us like, what are they talking about? Uh, boring because it turned it up. Uh, even someone messaged me. They like you called it on Annie up. I was like, what did I call? I didn't know what he was talking about. He's like, Justin Fields moving outside the pocket. I was like, oh, yeah, OK. So, yeah, he played better. He made some big throws. But my goodness, the officiating was fucking atrocious in that game. There was one play. I think we were still doing the pod when I was like when Jimmy Graham's touchdown got called back. And I was like, I don't see the penalty. Oh, the roughing the passer call? No, not even that. There was one before that. They called a, a legal block. And I was like, I, you know, I wasn't paying close, close attention because I was talking to you. So I was kind of looking at the corner. And I was like, I don't see the penalty. And I had the volume down. And then I saw the replay. There was none. They roughed up Justin Fields. No call. Um, the taunting play. I mean, come on. First of all, the taunting rule is just idiotic. It's so stupid. We went through this in baseball. Let these guys do bat flips. Enjoy it. It's not a big deal. As long as you're not like showing up the other team, looking at their dugout, grabbing your nuts and screaming stuff. You know, come on. Let these guys have fun. A tawny rule to begin with is stupid. And it's open to interpretation. You know, like all he did. I mean, he looked at the sideline. He was happy because he got cut by them. That's taunting. Like, really? So you can call taunting all the time then. Right. I mean, because what is it? So you just jump up and down. You're excited and you look at someone up, Tony. Why? Oh, you looked at the defender while you were celebrating. What? So like, it's just so stupid. And to throw it there, because I know some people like letter of the law. Oh, it was taunting. I'm sorry. No, man. Come on, man. Like you can't decide games like that. And I know I was on Bears plus six and a half, but I'm being a neutral objective here. There were so many calls that went against the Steelers. I mean, against the Bears in favor of the Steelers. So many like Justin Fields. Roughing the passer. And I think they've been awful with the roughing the passers. They let they call too much. That one, he was clearly late. If you're going to enforce it on these soft ass calls, how do you not enforce it when he hits them two seconds after the ball's released? It was yeah. just it was mind boggling. And, you know, fortunately, the Bears covered, but they they should have won that game. Um, I mean, they could have whatever. I mean, they had opportunity. But, man, just atrocious calls, man. And it, games like that makes you wonder. 
you know, is something going on here? Is it fixed? Yeah, which, which is never, it's never a question. It's never something that you want to, you know, you, you, you don't, you don't want to believe, but when you see shit like that, um, yeah, it kind of really, like I said last night, it really does make you wonder um, if, if that's the case, you know? And, yeah, it makes you wonder if they had the Steelers money line. That's what I wonder, you know? Yeah. I mean, 12, the Bears, 12 penalties for 115 yards, Steelers five for 30. Yeah, that's a that's a bit much. That's definitely a bit. And look, much. some sometimes they're legit. But my goodness, man, the la- they didn't call roughing the passer on fields. I don't care who you are. How are you going to tell me with the way that NFL has been enforcing the rules this year? Because they're soft on a lot of the calls. You don't call that. I didn't see any penalty on the Jimmy Graham touchdown, and the taunting is absolutely ridiculous. Come on, man, the guy can't celebrate a sack. You know, his first NFL sack from the team that cut him on the other side. What did he do? He didn't like, you know, he just kind of looked and was happy. And then I don't know. I just, I could not believe that when you see all those calls and you add it up, you know, you're like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, God, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an NFL season if we weren't pissing and moaning about the refs. Like how many times have we, you know, from like debates of what's a catch to, you know, pass interference calls, um, you know, late in the game that end up deciding the games to to stuff like this. I mean, it's really, ay, ay, ay. It's but they're really deciding bad. games. That's the problem. I mean, those last night were egregious. They just were. And, and then, you know, you had the one with the Bengals-Jets when the Bengals player two weeks ago got called for helmet-to-helmet when the running back lower his head. Like, and that decided the game. Because that gave the Jets first down, boom, game over. You know, Bengals might get the ball back and score. Now, blame the Bengals. They played poorly. They shouldn't have been in that position. But the bottom line is that was a horrible call that decided the game. Yeah. And you shouldn't do that. It just, yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing with the deciding the uh, the fate of the game at the end is always just, it's just the absolute worst. It's just the worst. Oh, all right, well, listen, we could go on this for for. For decades, and it'll it'll probably come up again in, in a couple of weeks anyway. So yeah, yeah we'll I'll, it'll come up next week. What are you talking about? It'll come up next week. You know, it's like oh man, it's like watching Angel Hernandez umpire a baseball game, right? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, all right, so we covered some waiver wire stuff yesterday, and listen, there's there's just not a lot out there, so. Don't have to do that. We have two really big stories going on right now uh, in the NFL. And I just think that we need to, you know, just kind of talk about it a little bit here. Number one, uh, Dal- uh, not Dalvin, we'll get to the Dalvin Cook stuff in a bit. I think the Nick Chubb stuff is uh, is is going to impact fantasy uh, more than this because Dalvin Cook is not the, you know, being the accused of. He is the accuser. Um and a domestic abuse uh, and extortion case here. We'll get to that in a second. Nick Chubb, though, on the other hand here, Adam, we're talking about uh, testing positive for COVID, him and Demetric Felton. They're both vaccinated, so they need two negative tests within 24 hours apart from each other uh, in order to play this week. So for me, it's like, you know, I mean, COVID obviously is, is, you know, obviously something that everybody needs to uh, deal with and pay attention to. But like now we've got to watch the Cleveland locker room 
pretty tightly about, you know, a potential outbreak. Uh, Greg Zerline's on the reserve COVID list for Dallas. So now you got to watch what's going on over there. And then there was a, um, God, there was a third one also. There was a third incident where somebody got put on the uh, the reserve COVID list. Um, I think it was Arizona. Maybe somebody got put on the list there where you have to kind of watch it. Oh, the Bills plays Jake Kumaro on the reserve COVID list. So it's the Bills. You got to watch the Bills and what's going on there. So, you know, let's start with the Nick Chubb situation because, you know, for those, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of did, did the person who picked up Dearness Johnson two weeks ago, did they hold them or did they drop them? Where, I mean, I, I, I think in all the leagues that I'm in, he's, he's still on the team that picked him up. Uh, I can say I have him in a lot of leagues. I had to drop him in one because uh, we only have 16 roster spots uh, and uh, I have pretty good depth at running back. Um, you know, Chubb, James Robinson, Devontae Booker, who's irrelevant now. So, But I needed him last week. Uh, Boston Scott, maybe one other guy. So I had to cut him. Uh, so I know he's available in that league and I have Chubb. So I'm going to have to spend some money, to get him every other league. I have him though. I still have him, uh, but he could be out there. So that's definitely a huge waiver wire pickup. Cause we saw what he did. What you said previously makes sense about watching locker rooms, but this, this shit is so fucking weird, bro, because we've seen all these COVID no one else like Aaron Rodgers, right? We worried about Green Bay. No one else had yeah. it basically. I mean, the Adams, but it wasn't like this huge outbreak. We haven't seen like a huge outbreak where like, 12 guys are getting it. So it's so weird. So like Chubb and Felton have it and Kelly, uh, but Dearness Johnson's fine. Isn't he in the fucking same room? <laughs> like, So this shit is so, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Howard. What you said is logical, but we're not going by logic right now. We're going by what we see. But yeah, you know, you your antenna's up like, oh man, do I have to worry? This shit is just so unpredictable right now. We just don't know. Like it's just taken day by day and you just hope that your guys don't um, get tested positive and look this is going to be this is why you don't give up guys i don't know why we have to keep saying it and i see people get frustrated you don't know what's going to happen to your opponent you know you could see a team oh this team is so great well look they just lost derrick henry right he went down all these things happen and the same thing's going to happen in the fantasy playoffs i I hope not but it's getting colder it's going to be wild it's it's you're gonna have to put in the work you listen to this podcast you come to fantasyalarm.com you get the edge and it'll help you prevail. Yeah, you get the edge. You hope you prevail. I'm, I, it's happening to me in a number of leagues, actually. It's kind of funny, you know, slow start um, in a bunch of places. And, you know, it's like, you know, sitting there at like three and five and being like, oh, you know, what's going to happen here? Or two and six. And all of a sudden it's like, all right, I'm winning. And now, you know, you, you go on even more. And you start looking at your schedule coming up and it's like, ooh. Like all of a sudden, I'll give you the example, like the GST league, right? Greenwich Street Tavern League that Adam and I are in. It's a two conference league, um, you know, big benches, deep rosters, um, very hard to pick up anybody um, off the waiver wire. And so, yeah, when somebody ends up getting, you know, not, you know, smacked around by injuries or whatever, um, I hated my team right from the start, right? I've been fighting tooth and nail. I'm now four and five and my next three opponents for the next three weeks, dude, are all teams that are like three and six, two and seven. It's like, Ooh, all of a sudden now 
things are looking up for me here. Well, also don't forget total points matter. So you yes, can still have I that know. Record. Don't don't take the wind out. Don't try to take the wind out of myself. <laughs> I'm just being accurate here, but no, it's a good example for everyone else. This is the same thing, and we have and we have the extra week this year too. So don't forget that. Oh, see, there you go. Well, there you go. Come on. Don't take the wind out of my sails. Like, oh, no points. Sure. Not taking the wind out of your sails. Yes, it you were. Not. Okay. You can you can view it that way. But if I, I was a small child carrying a balloon, you would smoke a cig, you would light a cigarette just to pop my balloon. Uh, I don't smoke, so that's inaccurate. Um, you would you would at that point. <laughs> I don't have a lighter on me, so what am I going to do? Well, I'll tell you what, though, just so you don't have to, uh, you know, take the wind out of my sails. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm sixth in points in total points in this uh, in this league. And then you get people like, you know, one, two, the top three teams, right? All six and three and seven and two. So guess what, Adam, Mister Smarty Pants? I get in. Yeah, if it ended today, sure you do. Dude, if I got in the playoffs in this one here, I'm going to fuck people up. <laughs> it's a long way to go, my man. Uh, there you go again. You can't just say, yeah, you okay, will, okay. Howard. Good job. All right. Congratulations. I'm, all right. You want me to throw confetti and a parade for you here entering week 10? I don't need the parade. The confetti, on confetti the other hand, okay. I kind of like that. All right. There you go. You heard it? <laughs> I did. <laughs> That was more like a glitter bomb, you know? Like yeah. When you I get try. to the champagne room and you get glitter bombed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So again, though, a lesson learned here as well. One of the things, and I talked about this on the fantasy alarm show too. You get a guy who goes out, right? Gets hurt, has COVID, whatever the case may be, and his backup gets grabbed. You don't drop the backup immediately. I mean, listen, obviously it's a case-by-case basis because I don't mind dropping Khalil Herbert after watching David Montgomery get the full complement of touches in last night's game, and he looked good, and he didn't have any kind of setbacks right there, and, you know, you know they're on a bye week anyway. So Khalil Herbert, I don't mind dropping him. But, you know, people who dropped Dearness Johnson for whatever reason or dropped you know, Chuba Hubbard or something like that. You have to pay attention and watch what goes on because these guys can have a setback right on the field just as easily. Yeah, no doubt. Again, I gave you a previous example where I was forced to cut the Ernest Johnson. Um, it's a super flex league. Uh, I also got screwed with uh, Tua not being put on IR. We have IR spots. Tua was yeah. actually active, so I couldn't put him on IR. I needed another quarterback. I picked up Brissett. So now I got three quarterbacks on the roster. I also had a second tight end because I have Gronk. Um, so I kind of got tied up and um, I looked at my running backs. I'm like, well, right now, uh, Dearness Johnson is the backup. So, I mean, again, who could have seen Kobe coming? So I'll see if I can. Um, I I'm seven and two in that league. I have to if, uh, I got to figure out, though, if James Robinson is going to play. It sounds like he will. Um uh, so I'll have to look at it. I have some money left, so I might have to go spend. I mean, like you said, too, there is a chance that Chubb plays this week, but we haven't seen any player test like early in the week for positive for COVID and play on Sunday. We just haven't seen it, you know? But have I we have, seen right? Have we seen guys who have like tested positive early in the week? Like, I feel like 
This is the earliest that we've heard this, like a player announced. No, I think we have. Um, I think we have. I just don't remember every any player coming back, like even if it's uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, ever coming back on Sunday. Because they what they say is even if you're vaccinated, that it it takes a while to leave the system. Right. So I, right now, I don't uh, my I don't have Chubb ranked again. This is a preliminary rankings. I know people want them so early. But remember, you have one game Thursday. This is just preliminary. I update them every day as news comes out. But I have the Ernest Johnson in there now. No Nick Chubb. Obviously, if Chubb plays, you're playing him. Um, but yeah, I just we just have seen very few players just test positive early in the week and like, yeah, they're good to go on Sunday. Nope. They usually wind up missing a week. I mean, Aaron Rodgers can't even play. He's not eligible to return to the facility until Saturday. Now he's unvaccinated. Right, but he's, he's so not different. vaccinated. Right. right. But the point is there's a chance he doesn't play this week. Oh yeah. No, I know that there's a chance that he doesn't play this week. Um, I mean, I guess the, the, the hope is that it's a false positive for Nick Chubb. Like you hope yes. that it's a false yeah. positive, right? Because and if it's a false again. positive, and he's vaccinated, then you should be able to get a negative test on like, you know, Thursday and then another one on Saturday. Right. Or, right. You know, or even fr- or even or maybe Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday, Friday. So, yeah, that is a possibility. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put that out into the universe. Right. I'm going to start putting that out there. I'm going to go for dinner tonight. I'm going to eat a bowl of Chub Crunch. Right. Which is absolutely delicious. I don't know. Have you ever had that, Adam? What? The Chub Crunch cereal? You've never seen it? No. Oh my god, dude! It's like it's like like a like a like a cinnamon toast crunch, but better. Uh, believe it or not, I do not eat cereal. I don't believe that. I don't. Well, actually, I have a I have one box of cereal that's probably been sitting there. It's probably stale. I probably have to throw it away. I need I need to know why. Why don't you eat cereal? Um, just, I don't know. I'm not a huge cereal fan. You're right. I should have it, man, because you know, it's easy, you know, if you just want like a snack, uh, but I, if I did, I would not eat these cereals with all that sugar. There's so much sugar in that shit. Yeah. I'm not asking you to go and buy like lucky charms. You can get yourself some, like, you know, some Cheerios or something like that. That's what I have here. Cheerios. It's just, uh, (laughs) I just, I just haven't. But you're right. They brought it to my attention. I should do that. You know, it's just kind of easy too. like say and it happens to me, too. A lot of times I don't like to eat in the morning and I'm like, I know I need to put some food in my stomach. Cereal is an easy way to do that. Yeah. And then, you know, don't even get regular milk. Use like an oat milk. Right. Which is the oat milk. Good. Oat milk is actually really good. And it's got a longer shelf life. Okay, I'm going to look into that then. I'm going to try that and uh, let you know how that goes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So Chub Crunch, by the way, it was a, it's a, it's a, it was a charity thing. Okay. Right? And so, you know, I, you I know, see, is it, is it me that this thing is that pricey? Two boxes for $30? It's is for right? charity. Okay. I get that. <laughs> no way. All, all the proceeds are going to charity. Oh no, I'm seeing different prices. $5.99, $34.99. What is this? Like how much is it really then? Some places have more than others. Okay. Um, I don't remember what I paid for my two box pair, but I highly recommend it. Well, it's got to, probably got too much sugar for you. You might have to, you know, just go with your your basic Cheerios. Yeah. So lame. It's too much sugar. How's it lame, man? I'm trying to I'm trying some to be health nut. No, I'm not. I wish I ate better, but I'm trying to be cognizant. Sugar is one of the worst things for you, man. I have to lecture Fensterman on this like every 
few shows because he drinks so much soda. That's one of the worst things for you. Wait, wait, let me take a sip of my Red Bull. What were you yeah. saying? The soda is one of the worst things for you. Like I cut out soda in college. The only time I drink soda is with liquor. Like if I have a rum and Coke, Hennessy and Coke, that's it. I have no soda in the house. I never go order soda at a restaurant. Just one of the worst things for you. You mix Hennessy with Coca Cola. You don't. You don't sit uh, I there like it, with your snifter and. No, I usually drink it straight. But you know, if um, sometimes I might mix in a little Coke. But I usually drink it straight. I love the fact that you drink Hennessy. Why? I mean, just you know, it, it, it kind of suits you. Suits yeah. your tastes. Oh, it definitely does. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh my god. I remember when um when my wife was working at that club SOBs down in uh in the in the village and she used to and Nas used to come in there all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And she he used to walk up to the bar, she used to just hand him the bottle. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> She's like, here you go. <laughs> you just give her a nice crisp hundred dollar bill, says thank you very much. Oh man. Um isn't there a lot of sugar in Hennessy too? I don't know. I didn't look, but it's not, I don't drink that often. It's, you know what I mean? Actually, I don't even drink that much anymore. What's crazy is you would think, oh, pandemic, drink more. Nope. I actually drink less because I'm not one to sit at home and drink by myself. If I have company over, sure, but I'm not, I just don't like, I'm more of a social drinker. But it's uh-huh. funny, like one of the maintenance guys in my building when the first couple months of pandemic, he's like, damn, man, you don't know how many people have been drinking. You know how many bottles I see in like the recycling area? And the, I was like, damn. But should you be surprised? People are home. There was nothing to do. You can't go nowhere. What are people going to do? Drink, but not me. Yeah, me neither. Rather, yeah, yeah. much rather smoke weed, watch TV. <laughs> I did have a, I did have an edible during that time. Oh, see, that's what I need to. That's I'll tell you what. That's I'm putting this onto my bucket list. Eat edibles and go to a baseball game with Adam Ronis. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I, you know what? I I'll even it. come, I'll even come to a Mets game. If I'm watching the Mets, I need that shit badly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it. I will. Uh, oh, man. See, I'm going to plan this trip out now, right? I'm going to fly. We're going to check the Mets schedule. I'm going to fly to the East Coast. I'll bring my wife so that she can go and play around town with her friends and have a good time and then i will come out to uh city field uh we'll chow down on some edibles and we'll watch a, a baseball game do it that works for me we should live broadcast that <laughs> live stream it <laughs> next on the fantasy alarm show or next on annie up Howard Penner and Adam Ronis. Ooh. All right, back to business here. Well, I'll tell you what. So we've handled the uh, the, the injuries, the COVID talk. Um, when we come back, let's talk about Dalvin Cook in this situation here and if it has any kind of an impact on fantasy. But we'll pay some bills, do a commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. All right, Adam. So here we go. Um, the Dalvin Cook story. So, well, actually, there's actually another breaking news story that we've got here as well. So, uh, Packers were apparently fined three hundred thousand dollars for violations of the NFL and the NFLPA protocols, uh, while Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard each fined 
uh, almost 15 grand. So, I mean, you know, obviously we know that, you know, Rogers wasn't vaccinated, right? Or he said he was immunized, but he wasn't vaccinated. Alan Lazard, not a vaccinated player um, and been vocal about that too. So what's up with the Packers, dude? I don't know. I don't, I don't really care. This action, this is irrelevant to me. Irrelevant to you. Yeah. What have I told you that Odell Beckham, who cleared waivers today, is said that the Packers are number one on his list? Uh, sure. Uh, as someone that has Beckham, I uh, would like to see that, right? Oh. Going to play with Aaron Rodgers. They don't have a number two. Absolutely. Can he coexist? Can he exist as the number two receiver? Uh, yeah, I think so. You don't think he's got too much of an ego? He's too much of a problem? No, I don't think so. All right. Cool, cool. Well, all right, then there you go. Um, and he was he was number five on Cleveland, right? <laughs> Eventually, yeah, he was. But he wasn't happy. I mean, listen, he was he was a cantankerous little pain in the ass from day one, right? He just, you know, one camp with Baker Mayfield, and all of a sudden he was like, what do you mean it's run first offense? And what do you mean, I, um, you know, Baker Mayfield sucks? What do you mean? What's going on here? I did see a stat, though. Basically, he uh, out of like 62 receivers over the last few years, he had the least catchable balls thrown his way. It's because Baker Mayfield sucks at football. That's it, yeah. But now, <laughs> but then everyone's like, oh my God, Beckham left and the Browns are so great. Um, they had a pick six and they ran the ball. Don't act like Baker Mayfield went out there and played great. Relax, people. <laughs> Everyone gets so jumpy, don't they? Oh yeah, it's amazing. Unreal. Uh, the other big story here, uh, Dalvin Cook. So here's the situation, because, you know, so people were messaging me about it, thinking that, you know, it was Dalvin Cook and it's they see Dalvin Cook in domestic violence. Read the article first, people. Read the headline. Don't just skim it or scan it. Because Dalvin Cook is not the <coughs> excuse me, the accuser. He is the accusee. Oh, no, he's the accuser, not the accusee. You know, so here's the story. So over a year ago, um, I guess Cook was like, I guess he was hooked up with a, a female U.S. military sergeant. She ended up, <coughs> excuse me, breaking into his house using a stolen garage door opener and attacked Cook and a guest of Cook's. And now all of a sudden it's coming out that it's a big case already. Yeah, I mean. Crazy stuff happens. Sometimes it doesn't come public, but obviously we heard about this. It's just a horrible situation. And yeah, like you said, you got to read, man. Like people don't. They just see the headline and they don't click on it. You know, that's why I'm always going to click on something, see if it's uh, verified Twitter. Is it the real person uh, before you retweet or comment on anything? Because uh, there's a lot of fake accounts out there. And again, people just have a short attention span and they just see the headline, Cook, Domestic Abuse. Oh, my God, really? Uh, read it. Right. But, I mean, here's the funny thing is that Schefter's tweet was, Dalvin Cook is the victim of domestic abuse and extortion. Right? That was the tweet. And people still, they see Cook and they see domestic abuse and they don't see anything else in between. It's it's mind-boggling. Yeah, they so just this assume. Has, I mean, in your opinion, would this have any kind of an effect in the, in the fantasy game at all. Like Cook 
you know, it's not like he's not going to play because he's dealing with a court case here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it happened a year ago, so you would think mentally he's past it at this point. Um, you never know how people handle things, but he's a professional. These athletes deal with so much, all the attention. So uh, I would probably say no. I would say no, too. I would, which is good because it was about time that, you know, right? it's like, boom, all of a sudden, like this is what pisses me off the most, right? Is like finally Kevin Stefanski and Clint Kubiak take their heads out of their asses and they just run the ball like they're supposed to. And both Cook and and Chubb have these phenomenal weeks, right? They do absolutely beautiful, complete tastiness here. Um, in a week that was like total shit for everybody, and now boom, what's the what's the reward? COVID for Chubb, and all of a sudden this news here. Coming out more about Dalvin Cook. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Yeah, man. We are in those times now where nothing is safe. You think, all right, I'm good. Nope. Uh, now all of a sudden, especially with, you know, Nick Chubb with no Kareem Hunt again, too, you know? So just brutal. Not fun. Not fun at all. But again, not insurmountable. And we can put the the good vibes out there for Nick Chubb, right? Good vibes always to Dalvin Cook, and uh, and we all move on with this. But if you're making waiver claims, if you're doing waiver claims on a Wednesday night, like Adam and I do in so many of our leagues, best check to see if Dearness Johnson was let go at some point because you are definitely going to want a piece of him uh, in this matchup this week if, uh, if, if that's the case, right? I mean, you know, Cleveland going up against New England? I mean, listen, yeah, it's Bill Belichick and everything, but – Bill Belichick's not the one who's standing on the front lines trying to stop the run game, and New England does not stop the run well at all. Yeah, and Johnson looked so good when he had that opportunity. Was it a Thursday night game, I think, against Denver, right? Which has oh, been pretty yeah. good. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely fire him up. Uh, he, he, I'm telling you, he's sitting out there in a few leagues. There's no sure. doubt. No doubt. So scope out your waiver wires and check it all out. But – um, all right, that's going to actually do it for us here tonight on Anti Up. I've got a live stream to do, and Adam needs uh, he needs to sip on some Henny and uh, and relax for the rest of the night because the rankings are done, right? Well, I can't relax. I uh, I need food, and then I'll alarm after hours. Oh, that's right. You're back on the alarm after hours gig, aren't you? Yes. All right, so you got to skip the Henny. Well, I don't have to, but I will. If you had a cereal in your house, you wouldn't have to go out and get food either. <laughs> I'm not eating cereal for dinner, man. Why not? Slice up a banana into it. It's like a meal. Eh, no, it's not. That's I, I can't do that for dinner. I need more. Breakfast anytime. Breakfast for dinner is so uh, delicious. Breakfast anytime, yes. When it's like pancakes, French toast, waffles, no doubt about that. Breakfast anytime, I'm all for it. Cereal for dinner, can't do it. You know, you should go to a diner then and, and get like some pancakes and stuff. Um, oh, probably too many carbs for you. No, I eat pancakes here. There you have to. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not I'm not like that disciplined. I wish I was. But, you know, like soda is so unnecessary. So that's easy to cut out. Yeah, but Fresca is so good, though. Uh, nah, can't do it, man. You get mm. Mm, little vodka and fresco. You're gonna you're gonna drink all this soda every day, and you're gonna live till ninety. And I'm being careful, and uh, won't won't see ninety. It's amazing. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see what happens to you.
I'll tell you what, though. I will give you an awesome eulogy. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. All right. That's going to do it for us at Anti Up. Big thanks to uh, all of you guys for liking and subscribing. Best of luck to you in waiver wire action this week. Hope you get your guys. And uh, and Adam and I will be back again. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Coming up soon, we're going to be taking a look at, uh, at some of the fishy, fishy lines that we're looking at uh, for NFL Week 10. Get ready. <clears throat> we got you covered here. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.